0: The whole world has been taking communion for thousands of years up until now. Its origin is from when Jesus had a supper with His disciples to keep the Passover in Jerusalem before He took up His cross. He took the bread and blessed it, saying, Take, eat, this is My body. And when He had taken a cup and given thanks, He gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, for this is My blood of the covenant. In the communion, the unleavened bread was called the body of Jesus Christ and the wine was called the blood of Jesus Christ. We ate and drank bread and wine in that way. Is that the communion that Jesus Christ meant for us to do in remembrance of Him? In the Catholic Church as well as the Christian Church, wine is officially used for communion. But it says in Proverbs 23 verse 31 to 32, Do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. Anyone who is baptized takes part in communion and eats and drinks of bread and wine. The Holy Communion spiritually means Jesus Christ's sacrifice as He shed His blood and died on the cross. Thus, this also includes using Jesus' name. God said, do not look at wine, but why did we drink wine? Turn to Luke 22, verse 19 to 20. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is being given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup which is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. People now carry out this verse with human thoughts by holding communion in churches. And this was their basis for calling the New Testament the New Covenant. That interpretation is wrong. Look carefully. The bread was called Jesus' body and He said, Do this in remembrance of me. So people interpreted it similarly and created the communion. If you interpret the Bible like that, it does not make sense. Because if you drink wine by calling it Jesus' blood, then that itself would become the eternal covenant. That is not the will of God and Jesus Christ in giving this verse to us. Actually, Jesus had already directly given the answer about communion. In Luke 22, verse 18, For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. This means that He will not drink wine until the seventh day, until the coming of the world to come, until the righteous generation, until this age, Thus, the communion that drinks wine, which is made with the fruit of the vine by calling it the blood that Jesus shed, is wrong. He said that he will not drink of it again, but people in the church made up communion. They ignored all the commandments that Jesus Christ said to keep. Instead, they have been keeping for the past 2,000 years what Jesus clearly said that he will not drink of again by making it up with their own thoughts. That was not even a regulation for the body. It was a teaching of the home for demons. In Matthew 26 verse 29, But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it with you, new in my Father's kingdom. The new is the new covenant. It also says in Mark 14 verse 25, Truly I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine again until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Jesus clearly said that he will not drink it again. But why are you taking the communion even now? Instead of keeping the commandment that we are supposed to keep, people made up similar but futile ceremony by claiming to remember Jesus' blood on the cross. They created elaborate cups and plates for communion and sold them. They even made wine and made people fall to temptation by telling anyone who was not baptized to not drink it. Communion contains the meaning of Passover, which signifies that the Lamb, Jesus, will become a sacrifice and die on the cross. But in human eyes, since He said, Do this in remembrance of me, People have taken the communion for nearly 2,000 years up until now, especially for the wine cup. People literally kept the word in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 25 up until now. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Back when the New Testament was written, Jesus' death on the cross was the fulfillment of the covenant that was written in the Old Testament. So in the eyes of the apostles, that was the new covenant. However, this was the fulfillment of the covenant about Jesus Christ, and this too was partial. There is proof that the past 2,000 years of Christian history, after Jesus Christ's first coming, was within the first covenant and not the new covenant. Hebrews 8 verse 7 says, For if that first covenant had been free of fault, no circumstances would have been sought for a second. Thus, if the New Testament was the new covenant, Christianity should not have become this corrupt. Also, the time to make the new covenant, which was prophesied in Hebrews chapter 8, is in verse 11. And they will not teach, each one his fellow citizen, And each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me, from the least to the greatest of them. Thus, God makes the new covenant in the age when Christianity has already spread throughout the whole world, and he begins with the house of Israel, the house of Judah first. Then, what did Jesus mean when he said, Do this in remembrance of me? Having communion means to keep the words of Jesus Christ. And we do not have to have another communion with the communion that Jesus had back in the first coming, once for all. It is because Jesus Christ fulfilled it Himself and because Passover is a ceremony to be kept until Jesus is hung on the cross. Passover was perfectly fulfilled with the Son of God becoming the living sacrifice Himself. Thus, we do not have to eat and drink bread and wine again in the church, but we have been having communion of physically eating and drinking by human thoughts without knowing God's will for nearly 2,000 years. Particularly, Apostle Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23 to 26 had a decisive role. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, You proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. Apostle Paul pointed out the problem with communion in the church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Because the members in Corinth were only having the physical communion, he revealed the spiritual meaning of the communion that Jesus spoke about. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 30 shows the spiritual state of the church of Corinth which held the communion physically. Many among you are weak and sick, and a number are asleep. Because they lean to the flesh, God counseled them through Apostle Paul in Colossians two, verse sixteen. Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food and drink, or in respect to a festival or a new moon, or a Sabbath day. Romans fourteen, verse seventeen clearly says The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Verse 21 says, It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything by which your brother or sister stumbles. In the end, the communion that was physically eating and drinking became only a regulation for the body as written in Hebrews 9 verse 10. Since they relate only to food, drink, and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until a time of reformation. Thus, the physical communion must be reformed. What was the reason for this? It was because when 1 Corinthians was written, neither Apostle Paul nor the disciples knew the exact meaning of the Passover. Yet, the apostles actually took action. The disciples actually bore their own cross and became martyrs, just like Jesus who died on the cross. That is why 1 Corinthians 11 verse 26 has continued for the past 2,000 years up until now. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. It also says in verse 27, Whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy way shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. This was why people prayed in repentance before every communion. This was why people who were not baptized were forbidden from taking part in the communion, which became another stumbling block. The churches kept this verse literally but they did not actually know the mystery of the word of the cross that Jesus carried. When you read verse 25, since it says, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. People may think in human thinking that it really means eating bread and drinking wine in the communion. So let us search for the meaning of the cup. In Matthew 20, verse 22 to 23, But Jesus replied, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, My cup you shall drink. The cup in this verse meant that Jesus Christ would die on the cross. The disciples were also persecuted, despised, mocked, and even martyred by the people of the world for the sake of Jesus' name. That is called the cup. Jesus also clearly said in Mark 14 verse 36, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Thus, the cup means bearing the cross. Both Jesus and the disciples bore the cross that was given to them. Thus, they drank of the cup. There is a cross that every Christian in each age must bear for the sake of the Lord's name. The apostles left behind the life that they lived for themselves and lived their remaining lives for the kingdom of God. That is truly taking part in the Holy Communion. Then, when is the time when Jesus drinks new in the kingdom of God? Did the Son Himself know? Jesus said in Matthew 26 verse 29, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it with you, new in my Father's kingdom. But neither Jesus nor the apostles knew when this will be fulfilled. Let us prove it. Turn to Mark 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven nor the Son, but the Father alone. This was hiding God's will that Jesus Christ will not drink wine until the Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okjushin, comes and declares the word of the new covenant, the eternal gospel. The day to drink it new has to be the universal seventh day, the day of the Lord, the day of the Son of Man, the day of judgment, which is this age now. He will not drink the wine until the Spirit of Truth, Rev. Okjushin, declares God's plan. The new thing, which is the hidden thing, that is the word of the new covenant, until she guides us into all the truth and no longer speaks in parables, until she reveals the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven about Jesus Christ and Father God. That is why God already said in the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 29, verse 6, You have not eaten bread, nor have you drunk wine or other strong drink, in order that you might know that I am the Lord your God. God had already given this commandment back in Moses' time, but people ignored His commandment by calling it the law. Even though this is the truth, people threw away all of these words. They took the Bible partially by the thoughts of men and ate bread and drank wine. More fundamentally, Jesus Christ held the communion. This was fulfilling the prophecy that Jesus is the tested stone and a rock of offense. The prophecy in 1 Peter 2 verse 8 has been fulfilled and it went on for the past 2,000 years. Back in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 27 Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy way shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Bread means the prophecy about Jesus Christ in the literal record of the Bible. The sin of the body and the blood of the Lord means it is sinful to take the Bible literally by morsel pieces and interpret at the human level. It means the same as Galatians three verse twenty two to twenty three, which says the scripture has imprisoned everyone under sin. 1 Corinthians eleven verse twenty eight says a person must examine himself, and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. When the another helper, the spirit of truth, Reverend Okushin, comes and declares the word of the new covenant, then You can look into the whole Bible and examine yourself and see what sin is and whether you are carrying out the truth. However, even before the spirit of truth comes, we should have at least read the Bible literally and examined ourselves. That is why God said in Proverbs 20 verse 25, It is a trap for a person to say carelessly, It is holy, and after the vows to make inquiry. Jesus being the tested stone includes the time up until He bore the cross. The disciples saw and testified to the public ministry of Jesus during which He showed signs and wonders. Apostle Paul also stumbled over this. He did not know that He would be a tested stone in Jesus' name for 2,000 years to the Christians and Catholics of the world. No one knew for 1,900 years after the New Testament was written. In other words, the words, a person must examine himself in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 28 was interpreted with human thoughts to mean repenting right before eating bread and drinking wine in the communion for the past 1900 years. Keeping that ceremony in itself was futile. Whether the Christian leaders accept this or not, this is the undeniable fact And the truth. Countless Christians would have already experienced the emptiness of the communion that was kept until now. Proverbs 23 verse 31 to 32 says, Do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and stings like a viper. God said, Do not look at wine. But the apostles drank of the wine. As a result, they had the stinging pain like a viper. They were persecuted, imprisoned, beaten, and even martyred. Do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly, it said. But the churches of the world used all kinds of easy and good words, such as, Jesus died on the cross, bearing everyone's sins, so whatever sin you commit, all is forgiven even murderers, so as long as you just confess by mouth. They also said, If you just pray, then God will give it to you. Or, Though your beginning was insignificant, yet your end will increase greatly, and so on. They said that you already have a ticket to heaven. If you just confess with your lips, if you just go to church, if you are baptized, or if you become a pastor. And they called that the gospel. So how smoothly would people accept those words into their hearts? They said that salvation is so easy that you can sin all you want and live as you please and that you will get everything you pray to God in Jesus' name, they said. So how smoothly would people accept those words? That kind of spiritual state is described in the words, Do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. It was so easy to just be talkers and believe like that, so countless people followed the broad and wide gate that leads to destruction. As a result of ignoring the Word, do not look at it. The prophecy in Colossians 2 verse 20 to 23 came true, and the church became utterly corrupt. If you have died with Christ to the elementary principles of the world, why? As if you were living in the world, do you submit yourself to decrees such as do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, which all refer to things destined to perish with youth in accordance with the commandments and teachings of men. These are matters which do have the appearance of wisdom in self-made religion and humility and severe treatment of the body, but are of no value against fleshly indulgence. Do you see why God said, Do not look at the wine? It was absolutely true. It's because people took the Bible only literally, by the morsel pieces, and drank the wine for 2,000 years that the prophecy in Proverbs 23 verse 32 was fulfilled. In the end, it bites like a snake and stings like a viper. Those who sting like a viper and pour out evil from the poison within are the wicked and the Gentiles in the church. Snakes and vipers are not just about the animals that people know by instinct. They are prophecy about the offspring of the serpent in the church, that is, the children of the devil. This prophecy has come true, and the serpent of old tempted Adam and Eve to sin. They killed the people of God bit and brutally sentenced Jesus, the Son of God, to death. Their work has continued to this age. However, God has already prophesied of the outcome of the fight against the viper and the snake. The final outcome was already prophesied of in Isaiah 11, verse 6 to 9. And the wolf will dwell with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the young lion, and the fattened steer will be together and a little boy will lead them. Also the cow and the bear will graze, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Let us look further at the bread. Jesus Himself said that He is the living bread that came down out of heaven. Turn to John 6 verse 51. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats from this bread, he will live forever. Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God who came from heaven to this earth. He is the Son of God even though He was born as a man. Bread and living bread mean that Jesus has come in the flesh. Thus, receiving the words coming from the mouth of Jesus in our hearts and carrying them out is eating the bread. Eternal life is possible only when you eat and drink of Jesus Christ, the living bread, who came down from heaven to this earth. However, the Jews back then did not understand Jesus' words. That is why they said in verse 52, Then the Jews began to argue with one another, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? The Bible cannot be understood if you read it at the level of men. Then Jesus said in verse 54, The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. If you read this literally, you cannot know when the last day is. No Catholic or Christian knew when this last day will be. That is why people believed in doomsday, thinking that the earth will come to an end. Eating and drinking Jesus' flesh and blood were taken by human thoughts and communion was made. The kingdom of heaven had been a mystery until God's appointed time. The Bible is the book of life where God hid the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. Verse 50 says, This is the bread which comes down out of heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. In other words, this is eternal life. When we look at this with the eyes of the truth, no one in the past 2,000 years has ever inherited eternal life and not physically died. What's more, no one except Jesus fulfilled the word in John 11 verse 25. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even if he dies. It can only be fulfilled on the universal seventh day when the Spirit of Truth, Rev. Okjushin, comes. It has to be the time of faith, of knowing and believing in God truly, biblically. Only then can you clearly know Jesus Christ, the Spirit of Truth, the Sons of God, and the identity of Satan, devil, and demons. The mystery of the word of the cross is finally opening now. Faith is not just confessing only Jesus, only Jesus with your lips. Just as Jesus obeyed dying on the cross by following the word, we must also keep the word written in the Bible and obey. Only then can we be clothed with the perfect, complete body and inherit eternal life like Jesus. God permits His chosen children to understand all of this truth when the Spirit of Truth comes and guides us into all the truth. Thus, the living bread, Jesus Christ, is the head of those who truly believe through the Spirit of Truth. And the head of Jesus Christ is Father God. This is how the complete Trinity is formed. Only then are you truly eating and drinking of the living bread, Jesus Christ, and you will inherit eternal life and never physically die. The age of grace has been opening for the past 13 years so that we can come to our senses with the perfect, sound wisdom through the perfect Trinity, through the Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okju Shin, and truly walk with God, with His knowledge of God. Now, we can go on to eternal life through the perfect Holy Communion. Now is the age when we can abolish the first covenant that had faults and become the most perfect and holy through the perfect covenant, the new covenant. Now we must become holy, spotless, and blameless through the word of the new covenant delivered through the spirit of truth, Reverend Okjushin, and truly walk with Father God.